This is episode 30 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we talk about how to have peace with the holidays and peace with food. We'll begin creating this peaceful environment where you're going to feel more connected with yourself and those around you. Let's get started. This is the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast, and I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, inspirational coach, speaker, and best-selling author. I help people feed their soul by putting food in its proper place as nourishment and helping them develop more functional ways to manage their lives and feel peace in their lives. Today, we're coming to you right after the Thanksgiving holiday, and I don't know about for you, but it was a good time. I had a good time and felt really more at peace than ever around my life and around food. But what I know happens is that we can feel often really disconnected over this time of year. And that's what I wanted to talk about was how to have peace in your life over the holiday, but also peace with food. Because what tends to show up, and I'm hearing a lot of it now, is that we have to watch our calories and watch how much is on our plate and to design before you even go out to eat what you're going to eat beforehand and check in with the amount of calories or the macros or points or whatever kind of system you're using. And you've got to check in with all of that first before you even go out and eat. And that can feel really um, restricting. And like you're being told what you can and can't have even before you get there. And I want us to go into this time of year with more of a connection with your body, more of a connection with what you need and what you want to have in terms of food and also what you want to have in terms of who you hang out with and what you do with your time. So when we're looking at having peace in your life and peace with food, I think of The idea of making a plan can be really helpful because then you'll have an idea set up about where you want to go. It's kind of like that when you develop um, goals is that you have that goal set up in the future and then you set up all the steps to get there. I think of that also with the holiday season and when we think about what we're going to do with ourselves and how we're going to be in this holiday season. When we look at goals, we look at what is the outcome that we want to have. But I want you to think more globally than just what kind of your food outcome is going to be because it can be bigger about how you spend your time. The food goal, what I hear often is people will say, I'm going to just go all in. I'm going to eat whatever I want and to heck with it. And when it comes January 1, I'll deal with whatever weight I've gained or however bloated I feel or how horrible my body might feel. I'll I'll figure it out then. And then we go into the new year with the idea that we have to get on a diet or have some kind of restriction or start Uh, exercise plan that we weren't interested in prior, but we're only interested in if we're going to give up um, to go on a diet, if we're going to go and try and release some weight. And 
I want you to think about entering into this holiday time in a different way where there isn't the focus on it's okay to gain weight. I'm not saying that it isn't okay, but that that's really not what it's about. And it becomes starting to get more intuitive and listening inside to your body about what you want and what you need and what kind of foods will will show up for you. So part about making a plan, if we're going to talk about food, is to get up, give up the idea of restriction, but then what do you do instead? And I think that becomes a plan of what do I want to have this holiday season? What kind of food lights me up and makes me feel good? I, I found when it was um, Thanksgiving that there were these foods that I really only have once a year. I like dressing, um, but I really only have it on Thanksgiving. And so I decided to have it and really enjoy it because it was one of those foods I don't normally have. So I think about my plan for the holidays is which are the foods that I really want to have and which are the things that I don't normally get. And and when I say that I don't normally have um, dressing, it's not that I can't have it the other times of year. It's just I don't usually make it or it's not around any other time of year. I could have it if I want to. But on Thanksgiving Day, that really is something that I would like to have. So that's part of my plan is to have foods that I enjoy but to have them in a quantity and a quality that really fills me up. So when I enter into Thanksgiving Day or whatever day it might be, I check in with myself and and I do a lot of deep breathing and contemplating that kind of wondering inside of myself, what do I really want? And that deep breath, that in and out really makes me feel connected inside with my body. And that's what we're looking for when we're looking for how we're going to be more intuitive in terms of our eating. And making that plan to be intuitive would be super beneficial because then you're connected inside with the body. So part of my plan is to be more connected with myself and my body and what my body really wants when I go in for a meal. I don't show up to a meal starving. I eat my foods during the day when it's a holiday day or any other day. I eat the food beforehand because I don't want to go into any meal starving. And I don't save up food for this one big meal at the end of the day. I find that having food throughout the day like I would normally do means that when I come to the table for a holiday meal, literally I'm not starving starving and ready to go in kind of in a ravenous manner. But my plan is that I eat throughout the day in a way that really serves me. And then when I show up to the holiday meal, I eat the things that sound good to me and resonate with my body. Another plan that I think we could do over the holiday to have more peace in our life is how do we plan to show up in terms of being with other people? Do we really want to have more time that's alone or with friends or with family or at parties or at events? And to make a plan about what you want to do over the holiday season in terms of who do I want to be with? Who do I want to spend time with? And what would I like to do? I've talked before in other podcasts and people who know me know that I love to set up the holidays thinking about 
what are the events I would like to do? And then I ask my family, what are the events they would like to do? So that we make sure that everybody has their needs met. And that becomes part of the plan of action. Within that plan of who do we want to see and what events do we want to be a part of, we also talk about um, when when do we want to have some alone time? I really think about that because I love over this time of year to have some alone time because I like to be more contemplative about what these holiday days mean to me. And I'll enter into some meditation and some journaling and reading some inspiration because that's part of my plan over the holidays is to be more connected with myself and more connected with what this holiday time means for me. It also becomes a time of who do I want to spend time with, but also who am I not so enthralled with spending time with? I think we can often end up making a plan that we have to spend time with certain people, that there are certain people that we have to be in their midst and we really actually don't like them or we don't like what they say. They might have politics that we don't like or say some obnoxious things that we don't want to hear and don't really resonate with us. And the plan could be that I don't want to spend time with these certain people or the plan could be I want to spend less time with them or maybe um, have them around and say hi and have some pleasantries, but not go any further than that. So it becomes my opportunity to decide who do I really want to spend time with. Another way of looking at a plan over the holiday is thinking about how would I like to show up? How would I like to show up for myself and with other people? And to me, that's often about an attitude of what is important to me and how do I want to be with these other people? And if it's not a place I want to be that I get to say no. Another question I like to ask myself when I'm planning over the holidays is what would I like to get out of whatever the experience is? If it's spending time with family, then who is it I really want to connect with and what might I want to really find out about them or how would I like to be involved with them? That could be we take a walk together and I get to know them or get to know what's going on with them better or it could be that I sit with them and have a long conversation or it could be I just kind of get back in touch with hi how are you what's been going on with you lately and have more of a a short conversation so I think about who would I like to spend time with but how would I like to spend time with them and what would I like to get out of that time with them when we're in this time of the holidays if we're going to look at being peaceful then I think we have to start noticing what feelings are starting to show up so that we can check back in and get back into that centered, peaceful place. What I notice around the holiday times, I find what emotions show up for people are happy, sad, mad, lonely, bored, anxious. These six feelings tend to show up often and they might feel uncomfortable to you, or they might be feelings that you don't necessarily want to have. What I like to do is talk about, or with myself, with my clients actually, is how do we start noticing those feelings? And they can be feelings, you know, when you move beyond the happy, 
There's the sad, mad, lonely, bored, anxious. When those feelings show up, I think those can be feelings that we tend to want to dissociate from or to push away from ourselves and not have in really the forefront of, of, of our mind or really notice and recognize them. But I think all of those feelings really add to the rich texture of our lives and begin to give us information about what's going on. If I'm noticing that I'm feeling sad, I can check in with myself and wonder, what is this about? What's going on? It could be that somebody's not at the event that I was looking forward to see or that maybe something sad had happened previously. And then I get to check in with myself and wonder, well, what can I do with that feeling of sadness? What do I need? Do I need a walk? Do I need to cry? Do I need to talk with somebody? And so then I can be more at peace with that feeling of sadness. If the feeling of anger shows up, which I think happens a lot around the holiday time, is that feeling of anger for past resentments or negative things people say is when we check in with ourselves, we can start wondering, well, what do I need with this feeling of anger? It could be I need to set a limit or I need to walk away from somebody or maybe it's I have unrealistic expectations and I need to do something about that. So that feeling of mad gives us a opportunity to wonder what does it mean for us? And and then that figuring out what it means for us comes after that checking in with yourself. Another feeling that shows up is that lonely feeling, which is interesting when we're talking about the holidays. A lot of times people feel really lonely. Sometimes they feel lonely when they're in a group of people. Let's say you've made a decision to be with family or people that you don't necessarily care as much about and you feel lonely because you don't feel that real emotional, spiritual connection with them and you really want to spend your time with someone else. So that lonely feeling can be the opportunity to check back in and go, well, what do I need? And and if I'm feeling lonely, what do I need to start feeling more enlivened and peaceful with, with myself? And that could often be about saying no to something. Hi, everyone. This is Kim, and my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, A Six-Step System to Peace with Food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thanks. Another emotion that shows up is feeling bored. And I think that also comes when we aren't necessarily doing what we really want to do. So you can be bored in a situation where you're with other people, but you're not really doing what you want to do, or you're not in the place you want to be. And that checking back in with yourself to wonder, what is it I really need? What is it I really want to do? And maybe it means, once again, saying no and going and doing that activity that you really want to do. I find often when I'm feeling bored, it's because I'm not engaging in the things that I really want to do. And I've said yes to something that I actually didn't want to say yes to. Lastly, an emotion that shows up is anxious. And 
that shows up in lots of areas because we're afraid of something that might happen or feeling nervous around what's going on. That could mean that we need to kind of suck it up and do it anyway. But once again, when you check in with yourself, what is that anxiety meaning to you and what is it trying to tell you? Because when these feelings show up, the happy, sad, mad, lonely, bored, anxious, they're opportunities to check back in and see what do I really need? Often it can be about saying no. Where did I say yes to something that I really didn't want to say yes to? This holiday time period is often a point where we say yes to things that we think we're supposed to say yes to that are because somebody else tells us they want to do it or we think we should do it. And I think for us to start noticing the emotions, having peace with the holidays, having peace with food means where do I need to say no? Where is the opportunity to say no? And the anxiety can be that we didn't or don't know how to say no. And this can be that practicing point of no, I don't want to do that or to make other plans so that you have something else going on. So you can end up doing the things you want to do when our emotions are in check, when they're in a peaceful situation or we feel peaceful inside of ourselves, we're going to feel more peaceful at the holidays and we're going to feel more peaceful with food. So when you have these feelings come up, I wonder what they mean, which we've just been talking about, but also what are we going to do about them? And one of the questions I like to ask is when we're trying to handle emotions or or find peace within those emotions, what works for you normally with this emotion? It can get exacerbated because it's the holiday time and we think things are supposed to be different than they are or that we should be responding to our life in a more peaceful manner, manner but we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed. So think about in other situations in your life, When you have these feelings, what do you do and what works for you? One of the things I find that works the best is to start practicing more relaxation. More relaxation than not really serves us well over this time period. It works in terms of bringing peace with food, but also bringing peace within the holidays. And thinking about or practicing different ways of relaxation can be a super great tip. I think practicing relaxation is something we need to do when it's a time other than a time that's highly stressful. So really looking at how you're going to spend time being in more of a relaxed state. We've talked about this before where you can't be relaxed and anxious at the same time. You can't be relaxed and stressed at the same time. You can't be relaxed and overwhelmed at the same time. So if we focus on getting more into that relaxed state of being, then that relaxed state of being is easier to show up in other times when we're more stressed. So what are some tips about that? I think practicing deep breathing is one of the easiest, surest, quickest ways to get into a state of relaxation more often than not. And it really means that kind of deep breath in and deep breath out. And you might be saying that this is really so remedial and 
that it isn't going to be something that's going to work for you. But I promise you it works for everybody. And often we don't practice it enough. If you want to get into more of a state where you're able to have peace with food, relaxation is the way to go. And feeling more relaxed in your body is the best thing to do. The way to do that is simply breathe in and out. Breathe in and out. I'm going to practice it right now with you. Breathing in and breathing out. I like to do this with a long breath in through my nose and a long breath out through my mouth. This is the way I do it. This is the way that I teach it. And I find every time I do that, I can feel I start to relax and get calmer in my body. My shoulders start to relax. My jaw relax. I can feel my feet on the ground. My feet start to tingle. And that is the sign to me that I'm feeling more relaxed. What else to do to help you handle emotions when they come up? I think getting physical is another thing to do. It's really a lost art. And when we have issues with food, being physical and being in movement is something we don't do a lot. And we tend to get the movement, the exercise, if we want to call it that, connected with dieting and connected with losing weight and that we have to exercise to lose weight. And if we're not trying to lose weight, we don't exercise. I think of it as movement. I think of it as gently moving your body in a way that gets you connected. It's one other quick way to get you reconnected internally inside with yourself when you're into some kind of movement. That for me is often taking a walk and just doing some gentle stretches while I walk. It can be standing up and just stretching my body from side to side, putting my hands over my head and just moving back and forth a little bit. That gentle movement gets me really connected to my body. And when I'm really connected, I'm more likely to be eating intuitively. I'm more likely to be feeling peace in my life and peace inside of myself, which is exactly what we're going for when we're looking for how to have this different kind of way to manage ourselves, or to be different and be present over the holidays is to be more connected internally. So a couple of things I would suggest to you would be to start practicing more deep breathing and to do some kind of movement. You don't have to do movement to counterbalance the calories or to counterbalance what you eat. It's really movement as a way to get connected back to your body. Lastly, think about things that you've done before that help you relax. What have you done in the past? It can be going to bed earlier. It can be taking a bath, talking to a friend, journaling, meditation. There are a lot of things that you probably have already done that help you relax. Become more in touch with that because that creates that sense of peace within your body. That is exactly what we're looking for. So really, in order to become more peaceful with food and more peaceful over this holidays, make a plan. What are you going to do to show up differently, to show up in the way that you really want to show up? And what do you want to get out of this holiday season and make the plan of action of what you want to do? Begin to notice the emotions that are showing up and check in with yourself when these emotions come up. 
And as that's happening, start wondering how you might deal with these feelings or handle them in a way differently than what you've done in the past. When you start acting in this way, the holiday is going to look different for you and you're going to have such a more enjoyable time of the season, which is really what I think we're all looking for is having more enjoyment and having more peace. I'm going to really encourage you to talk with me over the end of the year about what's going on for you and sign up for a free breakthrough session. I have a link in the show notes about how to get in touch with me, but get on my schedule and let's have some time where we can talk about what's going on over the holidays and what you might need and get into more action because I'm all into action. I have some time, limited time actually for a few of you for this holiday season to talk about what's going on. So use the show notes and get on my calendar. It's complimentary and it's really for a way for us to connect in and get into action in a different way that brings more peace for you around the holiday and more peace with food. I hope that's your doable for this week and I look forward to coming back with fresh content next week to help you with having more peace in your life and more peace with food and feeding your soul in a whole different way. This is Kim McLaughlin, Feed Your Soul Podcast. Thank you for listening and I look forward to talking with you next week. Bye everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm.